The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the SEO manager for MediaWiz. How are you doing today, John? Hey, I'm doing good, Ross, man. How are you doing? Uh, so I don't good. know if I should say sunny Canada or not. I usually say sunny Florida, but it's not sunny down here, so I'm figuring it might be sunny up there. It's been warm. We've, we've, yeah. It's like we're taking your heat or something. I don't know, but we've had like uh, this month, has or January was the hottest on record. Wow. Um, it's actually the heat was warmer than an average March in January. <laughs> it's <just> crazy. <laughs> and it was like one of the coldest we've had down here last month. So you're right. We're switching. It, it's just in time for our Winter Olympics. We're very, very proud. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, slush, the slush races will be great this year. Oh, it's going to be horrible. It just figures. Anyway, enough of that. It's a little depressing, but it, it's, it's going to be it's gonna be good. I think they're going to be able to pull together. I think this is a little bit worst case scenario, but they're they're going to do it. Anyways, uh, we've got a few things on the, the docket today. First of all, hello to everyone in the chat. We're we're seeing you there. Hello, hello. Yeah. Um, and uh, we've got a few notes. Do you want to start off with the leftover from the last show? Yeah, I think so. We got we got I think we got one more question left from last time. Yeah, question was pay per click. Is it too expensive? <laughs> Way in. I guess, it, I guess it depends on how much you pay. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. That I just saw a, a graph today, actually, and it, it, it came out a few months ago over on SEO Moz. But it was um, the, the stats from 2008, based on the percentage of spend companies are doing on SEO versus PPC, and then right next to it was that the percentage of clicks from the engines from SEO and PPC. And the correlation was amazing. Companies are spending um, 80 to 85% of their budgets on PPC and 10 to 15 or 15 to 20% of their budgets on SEO. The clicks are exactly the opposite. 80 to 85% of the clicks are coming from SEO, organic search, and the, the other, what was it, 15 to 20 are coming from PPC. It's an exact opposite. It was just, to me, you know, you, you knew that it was there, but to be so specifically exactly correlated was pretty amazing to me. you got to wonder, though, I mean, although I love the answer, <laughs> and, you know, this is good, what about the quality of the click? Um, I've, heard, I've seen varying answers on my. I've had some clients um, where pay-per-click has been dismal. In comparison to SEO, but sometimes it'd be better. True. I mean, that's just going to depend on a who's managing your PPC if they're any good at it and if they're targeting <laughs> the right terms, and b if you're ranking on the right stuff. I mean, it, that that's just a main. That's just a plain. You know, are you getting in position for the right terms? You know, and are the right people finding you? Yeah, that's, so we that's, kind I think, of just sort of answered the question, which is, 
could be that those pay-per-clicks, the conversion ratio on those could be massive in comparison to the SEO. Well, actually, it's proven that SEO has a much, much better long-term return on investment, without a doubt. And it's it's very simple as to why. Because when you pay for that one click... You know, you pay for it, it's done. You, you run a campaign, you're paying for it. When you turn that campaign, it's off. You've made that investment, you've got your return, and you're done. With SEO, you make your investment in SEO. You fix your site. You, 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 you know, adjust your issues. You, you really focus in on your targeting. You made your investment, but as time goes on, that investment continues to pay off even after you stop paying. So, you know, three, four, five years down the road, it's still gaining a return on that same initial investment from SEO, and there's no way that PPC can ever compete with that from from an ROI standpoint. Good one, definitely very true, and uh, you know, especially with with our companies, you know, because they, they they just stick to it a lot longer. You know, we're talking five, ten years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nice delivery. I like it. Okay, uh, we got a we got a question from a viewer. Yay! We got to get more of those. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Do we have viewers? Isn't this radio? Because if someone's looking at me right now, they're they're oh, they're not true. seeing something pretty. <laughs> In some chat rooms, they call it viewers. Yes. All right. <laughs> uh, all, right. all right. Let me read this. Okay. Hi, Ross. I manage over one hundred automotive sites. All. For one franchise, i.e., they all carry the same product and really only differ by location. They offer somewhat different services at their dealerships, but all the sites are supported by one content management system. As the products are the same, the vast majority of the content, about 95%, on these websites is the same. They have different URLs, but I'm worried about duplicate content across all these sites. Do you or John have any insights into a first steps into a first step of what I could or should look at? Or four. <laughs> wow. I'm getting better with Google and other webmaster tools and learned a lot over the last six months. Probably haven't given you enough information, but any tips would be great. And of course, your show is great. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. That's his man's name. And well, do you want to take the first answer there, John? There's 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 a number of questions here that I have. Um, and I wish I wish we could get you know, I wish we could get Scott on the on, if we have a great question like this, this is, it is a great question. Wonderful, we could get Scott to come in so I could ask questions back. But, <laughs> but since we can't ask questions back, um, I'm going to make some assumptions. Um, first, I'm going to assume that they have a hundred some sites because each of the franchises or e- each of the, the uh, locations needs its own website for local search, or if they all want their own. If they're franchises, they probably all want their own sites. Um, and I actually deal with a couple clients that have the exact same situation. Uh, there's not a lot you can do about that from a SEO perspective. You know, the first thing is, why do you have 100 sites? There's definite specific reasons why c- companies need to have 100 sites. It's not the best solution, but there are reasons, business reasons, why they need to do that. Um, in this case, another question I would want to ask is if they are all running on the same – when he says they're on the same content management system – does he mean there's a hundred sites with a hundred different content management systems, or is there one content management system running a hundred different sites? I that's would say pretty... one content management system running every. That's my my instinct anyway. Okay, and and that probably makes more sense from a business perspective from them as well, because it would be a pain to manage a hundred separate sites. Um, oh, even there though... he is. He's on there. CDN. Is he on there? Hey. Yes. Hey, hey, man. Hey. Scott's in our chat room, and he just answered the question. It's one CMS. Um, 
that's awesome. Thanks for dropping in the chat, Scott. This is going to help uh, help quite a bit, I hope. Um, so one CMS. So that pretty much means that all 100 sites are database driven, being pulled the same content. Um, it's a it's an automotive website, so assuming most of the inventory is going to be you know in stock inventory, like which cars are in stock, or um, maybe a search tool that's kind of global that shows which which cars are in stock in which locations. Um, is that correct, Scott? In our chat room, is that where your duplicate content's coming from? Yes, he says that's yes. Okay. Um, I, I actually have a client that has a very similar situation. Um, it's a retail chain that has about 1,600 stores across the nation, and yes, they have a domain for every one of their locations. And when I first got this client, my head about exploded. Um, but I've done, I, I did a lot of work. Oh, Scott also says there's there's car specs on new vehicles, which is going to be pretty consistent across all of them as well. Um, but the, the 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 solution that we have that we're running with these with this retail chain is each of the stores are the, the CMS has the facility to allow the managers to log into their own stores to update like local content um, who's who's you know, they can do bios of their employees if they are doing any um, community type of stuff they can update that kind of content on their site. What we've done is we've created a um, master, the, the client calls it the mothership, their, their main website, and we've created a master e-commerce portion of the site that all the 1,600 plus um, locations will link back to, but when it links back to that main site, it also passes information so, so that the main site knows where that customer came from. So if there's any pricing changes, if there's any kind of dedicated information to that store in that master content area, it can be updated dynamically there. Um, as far as you, your sites go, Scott, I mean, I don't know if your content management system can handle something like that. Right now, it would probably be um, the way it sounds like is everything is just built the same and you have some pages that you can edit and everything else just dynamically generated off this master index or master database. Um, so I really haven't answered your question. I just described another solution I just realized. One <laughs> 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 well, you probably can't use. Um, well, I the way I was thinking about it is sort of a way a uh, uh, one of my clients he's smaller though so whether or not this would go over well I don't know but it's a massive change though so it's not like you mentioned it's nothing small and that's going to a single site which has all the generic info in the site but then specific uh, sections for each of the various locations that's the cleanest way to go in my opinion um, and then each of their pages you know whatever it is uh, website.com slash uh, Alabama location or whatever um, would be any of the unique content and you know put notices or what their current uh, stock is that might be new or different um, that to me seems the cleanest and then you know if you want to find out more information about how they work they just click on a button and they all go to the same page within the site um, it could have the back button or anything like that could be customized to, to match the um, location you originally went to or the one you're most interested in but uh, you know it just it makes sense to me that that would be the, the cleanest way to go I mean, what, what do you think of that john i mean it's probably a little too simplistic i guess but it's simple is good isn't it 
Um, the simpler is better, and, and Scott just put something in the chat. It says, our users can override or customize a lot of the material. My worry is we have all these sites being identified under one IP. Um, so I, I guess if your users can override and customize the content, to me that means they need to be logged in. Is that correct to do that, or is that a, a non, is that something you can do just showing up as a, a generic user? Oh, God, I hope to. <laughs> they have to log in. Yes, they have to log in. So if they have to log in, and he says, yes, they do have to log in. If you have to log in, none of the customization, none of that's going to mean anything because the, the spiders and the engines are not going to log into your site. So what they're going to see is the default version of the sites. Um, and, and while Ross was talking about, I, I, I was thinking about really in your situation where you have all these sites, um, Quick question. Uh, so you, you mentioned that you know you have new car specs on new cars and a lot of inventory. Um, do they have to log in to see the inventory? <laughs> so uh, I'm thinking though that if, if there's sections of the site that are really duplicated across 100 sites, um, unless you're really targeting those at a local level, like if you want, if you want, you know. Um, Austin, Texas, new Camaro specs, you know, if you're targeting that stuff at a local level, which I don't think you should be, um, those kind of things, I would I'd recommend robot.texting out a lot of that stuff. You pick one main site that has all that content on it, your new car specs, the vehicle inventories, those kind of things. You want that stuff found, but you only want it found on one of your sites. So block it out on the rest of them and put only the local content, only the content that's really specific to that site on the other, you know, leave that available to the engines on those hundred domains. All right. Excellent. So we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to uh, move on to some other questions here and, or perhaps we might even think of something new for Scott here. We'll, we'll keep thinking. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Charles. Come on up and tell us about the great ROI we're getting from RevenueWire. Thank you. Since I signed up with RevenueWire, conversions have increased dramatically. RevenueWire has an integrated shopping cart called SafeCart that offers highly accurate sales tracking, boosting our conversions through the roof. And now that they've added multiple international currencies to SafeCart, we're looking forward to seeing significant increases in our overseas sales of PC utility software from LavaSoft, PC Tools, Pareto Logic, and Avonquest. With up to 75% commission, real-time sales tracking, free in-depth sales analytics and reporting tools, campaign optimization resources, and now weekly payments for top-performing affiliates, our sales are climbing higher and higher, thanks to RevenueWire. Find out more at RevenueWire.com. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com, brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic Tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic Tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. 
From domains to digital marketing, social media to blogging, you can reach this broad audience by using what you're listening to now. Reach the thousands of internet marketers that download and listen live to the premier on-air and on-demand podcast network. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm to find out more today. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. Purse Strings, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, SEO manager for MediaWiz, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So we're just talking to Scott, who had a great question for us, and not the easiest one in terms of you know, not being able to see the site and all that, but I think we did a decent job of giving us some thoughts anyway. Did you have anything you wanted to add, John, after that? Um, I don't know. If, if you'd like to follow up with our email, I mean, I'd love to actually take a look at the sites themselves just because now I'm intrigued. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and the one idea I had, uh, it's a test thing, and it's worth testing, is you know, all those duplicate pages, you could put a rel canonical tag on there um, pointing back to the main site, like the, the core company site where that, com- that information is originally duplicated. Right. Um, maybe that would help. I, but yeah, well, I, I wasn't real clear if they had a master site like that, if there was a main brand site and then a bunch of smaller sites or a bunch of offshoots. If there was a main brand site, that would be a good idea to test that, definitely. Yeah, I, mean, I it's, it's new enough that I haven't done a lot of experimenting with it, but it's, it's interesting. Um, oh, hey, got another question here. So let's override our other ones here. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> listening to your show right now, uh, username is GODV. Hello, man. Good to see you. Um, I have one question. My blog posts were getting indexed, and it, my blog posts were getting indexed and appearing in Google and Yahoo without, within hours and sometimes minutes. Now they take seven days exactly to appear in Google and Yahoo. Uh, it's kind of mind-boggling, and I would appreciate it if you could help me on the issue by guiding or just talking about it in Webmaster Radio. Hmm. Uh, where do you begin? Interesting. Seven days. Seven days. Uh, Has anything changed with your profile online? Have you seen a a drop in backlinks? Have you seen anything to give you any other issue? I mean, that sounds like there's just obviously a change in terms of your your priority level in Google, like your actual uh, reputation. So have you been doing anything that you you can think of that's been a little negative? You know, has the content dropped? Has How much content you've been posting? Has a lot of been duplicate? You know, there's a bunch of stuff it could be. Excuse me. Um, actually, have you looked at your analytics to see how often Google's uh, bot has been coming? Down? Did that slow down at all? Um, and then another thing I'd ask is, are you looking at the organic indexing or the blo- or Google's blog search indexing when, when you're picking up the blog? Um, which one are you talking about? Very good point. So the bots come every day, you say, but has that, like the frequency changed at all? Right, and that's that's one question. And, and like I say, there there are certain things. So, so no, they haven't. Okay, um, so has the quality of posts changed? Um, are you republishing content that could be considered duplicate? You know, there's a, a few thoughts there that, that really keep coming to my mind. 
because over time, Google would start to notice what kind of quality content is coming through there. So no, it hasn't. Have you done a design change? Uh, that's one. Carrie's got a good idea there. Have you, are you modifying your sitemap.xml when you publish? That's Carrie Margaret. Design. Design's <laughs> changed. So if you modified your design, it may be an internal linking structure issue then um, where the crawlers probably getting through to your site, to your posts as they were, but maybe you're not passing the same type of relevancy or um, maybe there's not as many links going to new posts as there were from different places on the site. Has that changed? Mm. Submits a site, site map each time a post is created. I don't know about you, John. I've seen sometimes, depending on how much the the uh, navigation's change or the structure, that Google gives a little bit of a, a wait period. It starts to slow down a little bit while it gets a, a, a reef, I don't know, gets a better idea of the land once it's yeah. been changed. Well, Anytime you redesign a site, you're going to have some kind of impact. I mean, you can do the perfect transition strategy, you know, 301, every single thing, um, you know, all the URLs exactly the same. You do some kind of redesign, it's going to have some type of impact. It may be minimal, and it may only last a few days, or it may be something dramatic and last for, for weeks or months, but and there's always some kind of impact whenever you redesign. Only thing I notice is that a good reputation site has killed our links. Oh? Killed your, oh, I see. They've taken up, you mean taken them off the site? Or uh, what do you mean by killed? I would assume that's what you mean. Um, uh, Kerry Margaret brought a good, a good point, too. Uh, check your robust.txt. Make sure there's nothing that uh, has been tweaked or is missing. Another thought is the sitemap uh, you're submitting, I don't really think it has as much effect, but you know, have you changed the modification frequency? Have you said... Up or not modification uh, update frequency? How often they should come back? I mean, we're talking minor details, but you know, your site's still being indexed. Uh, has any rank? Have rankings dropped? You know, have you noticed any in difference in traffic and rankings? Okay, he's saying they break the links. Robot is fine. Homepage mm -hmm. is one. Right. When you say they break the links, you're talking about a good website. Can you expand on that a little bit? What do you mean by? A good rep site has killed our links. What do you mean by that? Yeah, I could only assume it's they've just removed them. They break the links. All right, well, you know, if they've got a good reputation and that was giving you a boost, that makes some sense anyway that Google, oh, hey, one of the few reasons we were giving you so much boost, it's gone. Um, and it's an interesting concept. Yeah. And, and the page rank you're probably referring to is a toolbar page rank, and, and that's not your real page rank anyway. So if, if you did lose, lose some links from a site, it's, it probably has impacted. But I, I don't see how that would, even if your page rank changes, that's not going to really impact the speed your pages get indexed. And if you, if you went from being indexed, you know, same day, next day, to a week later, um, one thought, one thought is, are you on, I don't, this is a, it's reaching a bit, but the server you're on, is it a shared server? You know, could be someone else is offended, you know, that IP address has got a taint on it, you know, when we're really reaching here, <laughs> but that, that can happen. Well, I'll tell you what, Ross, uh, we have GeoDV calling into the phone lines right now. We have them on the phone. Woohoo! All right. Excellent. While we wait for that, John, why don't we... Um, tackle something here. I'm here. Oh, 
Here we are. He's here. Welcome here to the show, man. Yeah, go ahead, caller. All right, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, see, I'm having this issue. Um, I mean, I've listened to you guys, so I mean, it's it's very mind-boggling. It has, I mean, I get a lot of headaches just because of this, because I can't figure it out what's the problem. So, it's been about four months. Before then, the links would get, I mean, the the posts would get automatically indexed in Google and Yahoo, and everything was working fine. However, I've noticed. Maybe three months ago, two months ago, I mean, weird things were happening. Like this high-repped website uh, was breaking the links that their users were coming to say, grab our content. They would copy and paste our content on their site, and then they would break the link so we wouldn't get um, um, recognized for that link. And they broke all of our past links. Yeah, they've even breaking our... Let's say for uh, lease, the site has been up for almost two years, so they broke the links from a year and a half since then. So I'm talking about hundreds and hundreds of links. So these were links that were going to your site or links that were embedded in the content that they took off your site? Uh, they, uh, what they do is they copy and paste the content from our site onto their forum. Okay. Um, can, can I ask a question? So you went from being indexed, you know, within a day or so to being indexed within seven days. What did that do to you? How big of an impact is that to your business? Um, those six days, is that, I don't know what kind of business you're in, so is that a, a critical time frame? Yeah, well, it, it's, it's a huge, because it's an it's a, it's a entertainment website. Um, it's more like a celebrity news gossip website, but it's for okay. Spanish. Uh, but the problem is, yes, it does affect a lot because, I mean, we have unique content that a lot of websites don't don't get. Even uh, web, even television, magazines, and newspapers come and grab the information from there. Are, I mean, are you guys using the... Uh, I mean, you can't really... Sorry, and, go ahead. And then, but but the, 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 the way it affects us is, like, we have the news... But since it's not out there and uh, Google is not picking it up when it comes out, then it does affect us in us, um, let's say, having the news first. Are you on the Google News feed? Are you doing the the XML news file or are you using a standard XML? Are you going to set up as a news provider for Google? I've tried to submit into that, and I mean they don't reply. I even uh, when um, I think <laughs> yeah, uh, they don't reply, but I think they uh, add or they don't. <laughs> yeah, they, they wouldn't reply. Yeah, um, I, I think I even resubmitted, and I told them, "Oh, you know, we have unique content." I explained it. I mean, I took um, 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 yours had um, a um, what's his name? Uh, I forgot his uh, the person's name. Um, does like 50 blogs that he had them last week. So I took his advice, and he goes, and I resubmitted it, and I told Google, you know, hey, you know, I do this, we do this, and we are, um, we have unique content, as you can see, and I give them examples and all of that, but I haven't heard no response from them, so I'm mm. doubtful that I will. Yeah, they, I, my opinion is that Google would be pretty... Uh, picky about celebrity gossip stuff because they just, you know, they want the big names probably so they can be sure they're not publishing stuff that they don't, you know, that's yeah. not right. 
even if yours is, they would probably not even want to touch it unless they're certain. The, one of the ways to get really in with the Google News folks is to have citations. So if you have other people referencing your news stories and giving you credit for those news stories as citations, it's much easier to get listed in Google News um, and to have that happen on a, you know, on a relatively regular basis. Um, and, and I noticed in the chat you guys are talking, it's, you're using a WordPress platform. Um, I I hate to say it, but WordPress is outstanding. I love WordPress. Um, we've got a, you know, I've been using it for years. But in the news environment, WordPress is seen as a blog, and blogs are not given as much credibility. You have to work quite a bit harder to get into the news on the WordPress platform. Um, but just because it's seen more as a blog at this point. Uh, it's interesting, isn't it? I, I I haven't even thought of it that way. I guess it, it, it it's probably a higher um, threshold if you're using WordPress. And at some point, I'm sure you are considered it uh, yes. past being blog. But yeah, it's a lot harder to get to. Um, this is interesting. I just you put you put your site in the chat, and I just went. To, that is your site. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> it's a but it's um this this is Spanish language, correct? <laughs> Your eyes are just wonky, that's all. Yes. <laughs> so, I don't, actually, I don't know much about the foreign language news platforms in Google. I don't know how different they are, if at all different, but I wouldn't think there'd be as much competition there. Um, interesting. Well, and one thing, if, if, I can't remember you said whether or not you're sitting a news site map at all. Are you? I'm uh, sorry, I can't hear you. Oh, you might want to turn the turn that uh, radio down there, GeoDV, so it doesn't confuse you for what they're trying to tell you on the phone. Okay, got it. Uh, there we go. Okay. So, did you hear my question about this new site map? No, I did not. Yeah. Okay. Just wondering if you have a new site map set up on your site. Uh, um, uh, I mean, it's the same one that I've had before. Um, the home page is one, and let's say the posts are point nine. The uh, uh, frequency change, and I mean, it's always okay. been that. So that's a standard sitemap, a standard XML sitemap. There's also another type called an, uh, a news sitemap, which is a restricted to, I believe, 24 hours of, of uh, or is it, no, 48 hours, sorry, 48 yeah. hours of, of the frequency. It's actually 72. <laughs> See, I, I've heard various things, and I think Google actually had more than uh, anyway. I, I, can, I can guarantee it's 72. All right, all right. Show right. <laughs> <laughs> off. Okay, so um, you have to have a specific amount of time in there and, that, and no more. And there's also a limit. I believe it's 10,000 posts. So it's, you've got 10,000 in one day, which would be crazy. But if you did, yep. you could only do 24 hours. Um, and there's a plug-in for WordPress. And if you just type in news sitemap in the plug-in search, you should be able to find it pretty easily. Um, and there's, I'm looking at your site now, and I've got three or four really quick things we can tell you to help you with this Google News situation. First, since you okay. don't have the Google News sitemap installed, you have to have a three-digit, I think it's three, three-digit three number in the URLs of every one of your posts. 
that they, they, they stays consistent. Um, I would say it's easier to use the Google News sitemap, but you're not getting picked up in Google News because you do not have those three, the, the characters, the, the, the numerals in your URLs right now, and you don't have a news sitemap. With neither one of those, you're not going to get picked up in Google News. Um, second is in, when you're formatting your posts for Google News, you, you, your posts are pretty good. You've got the, the title, you've got the category, and the date, but they also want to see in between the title and in between the content, they want to see the author who, who wrote it. Um, next, I don't think these are quite long enough to make Google News, and they're broken up into way too many paragraphs. This one here has got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight paragraphs, and it's probably less than 200, 200 words. So you want to have larger paragraphs and more content as well. Right. The funny thing is I, I see posts with even less than that in there on Google News. But, so. I, I know, that I'm sure they, they get through, but those sites probably also have um, like maybe more authority than you do or um, something else, you know, boosting them into the news. I'm just telling you what's going to help you get indexed and ranked better in Google News. So those sites, if they're talking about the same topic, if you put a longer post with larger paragraphs, you probably rank better than they did. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you think maybe like uh, just trying to get higher rep links back to the site or something that could bring it back to what it used to be or what could, I mean, what could, is it maybe a, something that I could do? And I'm also noticing that, like, right now on your home page, you have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 18, 19, 19 or 20 articles all from today, which is good. I mean, putting out a lot of content is great. I, there's no way I'd ever say don't do that. However, I don't really see uh, – you've got your main navigation into categories. Um, yeah, did you change your main navigation no, when you did your redesign? I have the categories of no index, so I mean, uh, so I wouldn't get no duplicate content on them. Your categories well, are no index, and I have, and I, they, they do. The categories are no index and follow, and the tags are index and follow. I think, uh, honestly, I think we're getting to the point here where it's getting into uh, such depth that we'd have to spend a lot more time on this. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're getting into all the no index sections, and you know, there's a lot to do about that, especially with you know, which is tags, is it that you want to exposed, is it not, is it obviously categories isn't. You know, it gets quite in depth. I do want to say one thing about this though, because this is something you may have heard from some other SEOs somewhere talking about this in WordPress, and uh, and it it burns my goat every time I hear this. <laughs> Where people say, you know, don't, don't, you know, don't allow your tags to be indexed or don't allow your categories to be indexed because you'll cause duplicate content. Um, that's bullpucky. And I'm just telling you, as long as you do one, two simple things. First, don't ever have categories and tags that are using the exact same text. You know, if you don't do that, and then and you're doing it on your site, make sure that you use snippets. When you're, when you're doing your categories and your things, so you're not putting the whole article on there, and you'll be fine. You will not have duplicate content issues. What you will do is create very targeted pages for a specific topic. So, you know, you have a category actors. There is no reason why that category cannot be indexed. If you have a tag that is actor too, then you have to decide which one you want to use. But the better thing to do is make sure your primary navigation, which is your categories, are indexed, not your tags. 
because you've got that internal linking structure that you're giving up by um, blocking those categories and trying to index your tags. And that, in, that internal linking structure is critical to getting those pages, especially if you're publishing you know, a full front page full of content every single day. It's extremely important that the next day that Google still knows those, those pages are there and can find them easily through the navigation of your site. Okay. Also, want to mention that uh, I've got a, the URL here for the uh, news site maps. Uh, fifty thousand was it? I'm sorry, not ten thousand. Fifty thousand URLs, so plenty um, can be done in a single day. So there you go. And uh, we've got to cut things back now. It looks like uh, we're going way over our time. So um, thank you so much, George. And uh, you know, uh, if you can add, you know, send more questions in. Anyone else, please send some mm -hmm. questions in. We we love answering questions and. Certainly makes us put our thinking cap on. No more. Definitely, and I like the I like the idea of you guys calling in too. If, if anybody yeah. wants to do that in the future, I think that's a great idea. I knew it was going to get to a point where we, we need to get in, like the GeoDV had a lot of questions. So it was like, let's go ahead and let's get them on because it sounded like it was just an issue. And I know he's wanted to try to get a site clinic done um, on his site, which sounds like something like he would need to do as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. There's a lot. Thanks too. for calling in for sure. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, SEO Manager for MediaWiz, I'd like to thank you. And your ID on Twitter is, John? <laughs> at John Carcutt. And mine's at Ross Dunn. Good and easy. And uh, thanks very much. Remember, our shows are 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific every Monday. And uh, we look forward to well, talking to you next week. Bye, everybody. Saving for the future, but savings accounts suck, and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit stairsapp.com today.